So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. Yo, 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 what is going on, party people? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast. What's going on, Max? I got a football in my hand, but it ain't football. I season. know. I was about to say, wrong sport, dumbass. <laughs> the ball right. No, to why, quote, why you got to use that kind of To like quote me, the bro. great Ernie, it's blue cheese, smartass. Hey, low key. Wrong smart, dumbass. Hey, audience don't know how big my arm is, though, bro. I got that cannon. I got that ah. DC. One day we'll have to like talk about the, uh, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined my couch. No, one day we're gonna have to talk about like the flag football games slash tackle football games of old on the pod, man. It was I had a really bad moment, bro. I don't want to talk about every time I think about it, I think of my one bad moment. Maybe one day when I get my cousin on, uh shout out to uh Los Big, you know who oh, you are, shit. bro. But uh um, <laughs> got bucked. But look, man, welcome back, guys. And we're gonna be talking basketball. I know I had a football in my hands, but you know, Max threw me the ball, and I was like, hold on, let me let me show the camera a little bit of work with my arm, you know, a little, little form, go ahead and grade that. But, um, look, we had a great weekend of NBA playoff basketball, and oh my God, Max, I loved it. I loved every second of it. The atmosphere is back. The fans are back. Things are getting back to normal. It kind of feels like slowly but surely, and the basketball was great. It was phenomenal. I mean, you said it best. Like, look, we're going to touch on a lot of things. We're going to hit on both L.A. teams. They struggled in both games. Would you say so? Yeah. Uh, there, there's just so many storylines. Like you said, L.A., Bucks were a great game. Just all the way around, I felt like almost every game had Trey a Young, Trey Young in the clutch. And before we get into any of that, let's talk about the fans. Because, you know, the bubble, they were, like, pumping in the crowd noise yeah. and all that other bullshit. Yeah. It, it's so noticeably different. Like, yeah. we could start with, let's just go with the Knicks, because they had the 15,000, which I think was the biggest crowd. Yes. It was crazy. That play, like, it's so different, because I'll be honest, I would feel a different type of way if Trey Young hit this floater in a quiet-ass gym. Yeah. I, I know it's equally as big a shot, but there's something about a hostile place to play. They're, chan- they're chanting, excuse me, F you, you're a bum. <laughs> and, you know, I truly believe the fans should, you know, heckle players obviously there's lines that can't be crossed don't say anything about race creed color whatever yeah all that shit's off limits but if you want to say man you suck i'm all for it go for it bro i love it like that's where that's where winners are made in these big playoff games it's like the atmosphere adds to it some players just play different like uh a clip that pops in my head is trey young like shushing the crowd yeah like kobe was the best at that like he loved that like you the more you boot him the better he got yeah and as great as the bubble was, it lacked that. And like, I honestly can't recall a time in the bubble where it was ever that loud. And I know they were pumping in the crowd. Yeah. Like, imagine the Nuggets doing the 3-1 in L.A. And they're coming back. How how quiet would the crowd have been? Yeah, it would have been quiet as a church mouse, bro. But, like, not even that. Like, it would have been nowhere near the bubble as an aspect of, like, the home team just goes on a run. Or, like... Especially with the Brooklyn Nets, just like that three dropping, and it like the place goes absolutely nuts. We just missed that, bro. Like it was just so hard to replicate that in the bubble, and it's so good to see that back. 
the, honestly, other than the Knicks game, the the game I felt like it affected the most was the Lakers. And I mean, let's just jump into it. Yeah. Lakers started slow. That Phoenix crowd was ready. They were popping. I think the Lakers had like three timeouts left at halftime. Well, much expected, bro. They haven't been in the playoffs since 2010. It's been 10 freaking years. I would expect that crowd to be pumped up. <laughs> like, and I mean, the, let, let's be real. This crowd, it went from here, Chris Paul injury here, yeah. Lakers run still here. Excuse me. They bounce back. It's all the way up here again, a yeah. little more. And then they just whoosh, took the top off, man. And it, uh, we're both Laker fans, well-documented. It was tough to watch, man. I was pissed off the whole like, – I was pissed off for a good three hours after the game. And it's just I, – I'm like, I know it's game one, right? We're going to get into that. But yeah. it's just the way it, it looks to, is what it's more important to me. Yeah. Right? It's about bad body language. It's about bad chemistry out there. It's just about not hustling. Like, this is a playoff game. This isn't like you lose it and it's fine. It's a playoff game. You want to win every game. Mm. Granted, that's not going to happen. But, I mean, take me through your thoughts. Well, for for you guys don't know the way that we're talking, the Lakers lost, okay, 99 to 90. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Just for you guys that don't know. If you guys don't know, you guys are living under a rock in sports world. But, like, initial thoughts, of course, what jumps out, Anthony Davis. Poor performance. 38 minutes, 5 for 16, 31% um, field goals, 0 for 2 at the three-point line, only 13 points. And seven rebounds. It was bad. He was minus 18 when he was out there. Yeah, it was a bad game. This, I was telling Max this before the pod. This is the worst game of Anthony Davis' career as far as playoff-wise. Like, this guy hasn't had a bad playoff performance. And he finally happened. Like, he finally had a bad performance. But LeBron didn't even have that good of a showing either. He started off kind of hot at the three-point land. But he really started settling after that in the second half, and he only had 18.7 rebounds, 10 assists, and five steals. But, I mean, to be honest, let's – or, excuse me, five turnovers, only one steal. I was reading that wrong. But as an average stat line, like, that's not good enough. No. We all know what LeBron is capable of. It really wasn't. And I I mentioned this to you before we started. Uh, How many times did you see LeBron attack the basket? Not much. And I think part of the problem is Drummond. I mean, Drummond was ass today, minus four. He he had 12 points and nine rebounds. That wasn't good at all. It was was awful. He should have had a lot more. He was was terrible on defense. I'm not trying to just be negative on Drummond. I'm just saying how I saw it. He played 19 minutes today. Yeah. just some perspective, I, I brought this up. JaVale McGee played 9.6 minutes in the playoffs last year, and Dwight played 15 minutes. So I honestly think he should be more towards the JaVale McGee, maybe like 12 minutes a game. Yeah, He's not bad, but he doesn't provide anything with those guys. It's not reckless abandon when he's out there. It's lackadaisical effort. It's not getting back. It's not really run, rolling to the rim hard. I just think he's kind of like a, a, the dilemma on this team. It's like we promised this guy he'd start. We've taken Marcus all out. We fucked up our rotation, and he's had some moments here and there, but it's just not good. Yeah. It, it's really not good. Well, before we go full bash mode on the Lakers, I do want to bring this up. Devin Booker, he came out to play first playoff game in his career, and he balled the fuck out, bro, straight up. He had 34.7 rebounds, eight assists. Like, this dude was absolutely on fire. He was killing it. He was coming off those double screens, and he was doing anything he wanted at will. It didn't matter. KCP on him, whoever. He was killing it. Um, Chris Paul didn't have the best game. I mean, we're going to get into the injury after the fact. I mean, that's like the last thing. It was a scary sight. And then DeAndre Ayton. My um, boy. He came out. He came out to play, bro. Um, I think that was a little bit more from a bad performance by the Lakers. But, hey. All in all, you got to give the guy credit, okay? He did his job, and he played phenomenal, bro. Like, his stat line was amazing. You can't expect someone to go 10 for 11 from the field every game. Exactly. a lot of those were just clean up around the rim. It was like no one wanted to box him out. Like, the rebounding, he could get 16 every game. Like, he outplayed AD today, no doubt. It was all a hustle, and I wish we our base played like that. <laughs> exactly. But, look, you got to give all the credit to the Suns, man. I mean, at the end of the day. They, they fought played. through adversity. I thought they were going to yeah. kind of slip. But um, anytime we got within eight, I'm sorry to cut you off, they made a shot. Yeah. Or we had a, we had they missed a shot. They got the rebound. Jay Crowder showed up big. Um, 
even though Bridges didn't have that many points, he was he was great today. Like he made LeBron work for most of the game. Yeah, and no, same thing with Crowder. I mean, he went 0 for 7 from 3, but I thought he was really good in the game. Exactly. Like, other than the shooting, good Sarik, defense. Sarik showed up and had some big minutes for them. Like, their whole team just looked like they were ready and they were poised for a very young team because when Chris Paul wound up getting hurt, I thought it was done. Like, I was like, okay, this is a young team. Like, let's see how they respond. And they didn't miss a beat. Like, the, that little time when, when Chris Paul was out, they they still were scoring and getting stops. And they were playing like nothing happened. Like, okay, our leader went out. All right, let's go to Devin Booker, bro. Like, let's do this. We're ready. Like, do you think if there were no fans that this game would have slipped away from the Suns? Because I felt like the crowd was kind of like giving them energy. Helping them. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say that. I mean, that's maybe too far of a stretch. But I'm saying like the crowd was like keeping them in it. I felt like there was such an energy. And like you could, from the players to the crowd, dude, there was like an energy that the Suns had the Lakers didn't have. Yeah. Um. Honestly, if you're, we're looking at this from perspective as Laker fans, we got to fix the rotation. Uh, we, I think personally. Well, let's get into it, bro. Because um, besides AD and LeBron playing bad, which I am going to acknowledge, I was telling everyone today, Frank Vogel, he's fucking up, bro. I don't like what he's doing at all. Um, Trez, give Trez more minutes. Uh, Caruso, our boy Caruso, AC, dog. Click right fucking here, please. <laughs> Click right here. Okay, because look, <laughs> before you finish, there's this Caruso thing we should talk about. Yes. I uh, believe in the fourth quarter, he comes in the game, maybe late of the, like, end of the third. Three turnovers. He causes three turnovers, two charges, and then there was a no call off a of LeBron missed free throw. I thought it was a perfect no call. Yeah. Because, and Cameron Payne got in his fees or feelings, as they're more commonly referred to as. Mm. Uh, the next play down, uh, LeBron missed the free throw. There's a scramble for the loose ball. He decks Caruso after the whistle. Yes. And it was because Caruso was in him. He was ripping his shit. Yep. It was tough. Then Montrez came to play Peacemaker and shrugs. Cameron <laughs> Payne. Cameron Payne gets ejected, which I was like, okay, good. At least there's no It's because he threw the ball. That's yeah, it. Yeah. It was it was it was it wasn't even a fight. It was lame. But like Caruso's a pest. He gave them energy. There were like the Lakers made a little run in that stretch. Yes, that was the energy that I was looking for. And it's like Caruso should have been out there more. Like KCP was getting torched. Let's just state the facts. He was him and Schroeder. They could not guard Devin Booker. No matter what, he was killing them. And maybe you can say like, hey, Devin Booker still like dropped off Caruso at one point. I understand that. But look, with a great player, like at least Caruso is going to go in there and cause some fits. Like the dude came in there and caused three turnovers. Like we said, like that's when he plays there's like this energy to the lakers it's like yeah. oh i'm gonna get every loose ball like we to me last year it was caruso and dwight those two guys were the energy guys yes and this year it's caruso and montrez but montrez doesn't get nearly the amount of burn he deserves yes so, so look that, that we're missing energy yeah that's two guys okay that's two guys that should have got more minutes um who's the third do you have a third gasol where the freak is gasol i don't know why drummond doesn't play Let's say twelve minutes a game. Give Gasol seven minutes, or give give Drummond ten minutes. Give Gasol twelve. I think this is a bad matchup for Drummond in this series. Yes, maybe every series is a bad matchup for Drummond. More, <laughs> I think. Like honestly, Schroeder wasn't bad today, but I think you have to stagger Schroeder and LeBron. And we're not going to do a breakdown for every game. This is just our team. This was like a huge game. It's big all around the world. I mean, yeah, like we can talk. Gonna we're going to talk about, about but this we're going to go deep dive the Lakers. Yeah. It's not going to be every time, but to me, you have to stagger LeBron and Schroeder. Put Schroeder and uh, Drummond together. That's really what's going to come down to. I mean, look, Lakers only gave up 99 points. Yeah. That was pretty fucking good. Uh, KCP shot bad. Everyone Lakers pretty much shot bad. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I want to bring up is LeBron, ever since probably like his Cavs days, his second his stint. second um, stint with, yeah. the, with the Cavs, he's kind of known for losing game ones. Like he doesn't always play his teams and him. Don't play particularly good in game ones, unless he's playing like Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, so take us through what the recent memory of Laker games, like game ones. Well, the one that I mentioned to you before the pod, Portland, last year. Um, first game, and this was after all the shru- the shooting struggles that the Lakers had in the bubble previously to that game, and it continued. Like, they looked bad. LeBron looked bad. And Damian Lillard went absolutely nuts. And it was 1-0. The 
the Blazers were up. Everyone was like, dude, the Lakers don't look good. It is done. Put a fork in them. The Blazers are here to cause a upset. Uh, yeah, even the Rockets, too. The next series, game one, they get blown out. Uh, remember, that's like when the uh, small ball with Harden had like 38. Yeah. Destroyed them. And now today. So I'm just saying... I think that's like the best thing for Laker fans. If you want to like, if you're panicking like me, I'm probably the bigger panicker out of me and Juan. Juan's like, just, it's fine. We'll figure it out. I'm like, oh man, I see. I'm I'm in my deep thoughts. I'm like pissed off. I'm in the a lot dumps. of it. A lot of it is adjustments because they were killing the Lakers off that double screen. Like Booker coming off of it, they kind of didn't know what to do. They were trying to make mid game adjustments and it just wasn't working. Maybe you just. Frank Vogel put a different big out there that can move his feet because when AD was out there, they were stopping it. But when Drummond was out there, we're getting killed. Like he was in no man's land. So it's gonna come with adjustments, bro. That's what that's why basketball is a is a seven game series. Cause it's about adjustments. And that's what the playoffs are all about. You get to know your opponent, and a lot of that bullshit is not gonna work within like the next couple games. They're gonna the team is gonna figure you out. In the playoffs, they 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 know what you're gonna do. That's why these superstars are so valuable because sometimes it just comes down to fuck your set, fuck your play that you're gonna run. It's all about this matchup that we have, and we have LeBron James, and you have Booker. Like you have no one to guard LeBron James, and we're just gonna go one on one, and my guy's gonna score. That's what it comes down to. Lakers last year, the game two of Portland, Dame, they held Dame to 18 points, and he had a bad game. Yeah. So Frank Vogel was shown to make uh, adjustments. The only thing I'd like to add to what you said, because I thought what you said summed it up pretty beautifully. Uh, I just hope Frank Vogel doesn't like keep thinking he has to play Drummond. I, yes. I don't know if there's like a politics thing or behind the scenes thing, like we promised him. Yeah, but like put in Morris. What happened to Morris? That's your boy. I I said that before the pump. Like, yeah. What happened to Morris? We got to see what's up. And I mean, we didn't touch on the Suns that much. But the Chris Paul injury, I've looked it up. They said he's good. He's going to play. It looked bad. Lakers I thought he was done. I thought he was done, too. And I was like, I texted him, like, this is, like, yeah, the that, most I was, typical. I was sad, bro. I was, I, I, was, was sad. I was like, of course. And I was like, this is bullshit. Like, I was happy was deep down inside. I think both of us were, were like, okay, if he's not playing, this just boosts up the chances for the Lakers to win. But it's like, same. Sh- it's like as a basketball fan, I'm like, Chris Paul, yeah. every fucking year, yeah, bro, you have to bad do this luck. shit. And I mean, Lakers. If I'm a, if I'm the Lakers, I got to test that injury out. Like he didn't look the same after yeah. he, he was fumbling the ball. Yeah. He was a warrior, no doubt. He yeah. came out bald. He didn't really ball, but I think just his presence there, like, kind of calmed down the young guys. Exactly. And this wasn't the only team. The only thing that kind of makes me happy is this wasn't the only team in L.A. <laughs> to struggle. Well, let's get into it, bro. Let's go back to back L.A. team. So Clippers. Both L.A. teams wind up losing. The Clippers wind up falling to the Dallas Mavericks. Luka Magic, bro. That's what happened. Can I quote Luca? I to, love what he said. To Patrick Beverly, you're too fucking small. Okay, besides that, but I love what he what said the after thing? the game. What was the, I don't uh, care about MVP. I'm glad he said that. I'm That's, so glad he said that. Because it's not, don't worry, you don't have to care. You're not going to win it this year anyway. <laughs> but look, he dominated 41 minutes, uh, 11 for 24 from the field, 5 for 11 from 3, 31, 10, and 11. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not just about the stats with him. He's in control of the game. He's an orchestrator. Yes. Everything he did was beautiful. Uh, And then, like, one of our storylines was, can Tim Hardaway Jr. match punches with Kawhi and Paul George? Uh, He played just as good as Paul George last night. (laughs) He was 8 for 13, 60% from the field. He was 55% from three. He had 21 points. Yeah. He's a second punch because Porzingis wasn't that good. He was 4 for 13, had 14 points. He had a dunk at the end of the game, which I loved. I was like, that was awesome. I, I think with him, though, with KP, even though he didn't play particularly good, just him being out there, an aspect out there, like a shooter, a stretch big, helps them out tremendously. And he, the, he, there's a size factor with him when he was playing. Because yes. um, where was Ibaka? I did not see him do anything last Man. game. Same thing with where was Marcus Morris? 0 for 6 for Marcus Morris at the three-point land. Like, that's tough. That's not going to – I mean, this is one of the guys – I think he's one of the leaders in the league percentage-wise. Rondo <laughs> played good. He Playoff Rondo was, in fact, he went 3 for 4 from 3. So, next game, you know it's going to be 0 for 2. Yeah. Well, uh, even though Paul George had 23, um, he it had a pandemic P moment. Where he smashed the backboard in? No, no, no. Or air, air ball. ball. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it can be both. You know what I mean? I mean, Paul George, a.k.a. side of the backboard. But – Pandemic P was in full effect, I felt like. 
Um, Kawhi had this massive dunk on Cleaver. That was amazing. Yeah, but, that was amazing. But other than that, I mean, they it had comes the last laugh. Dallas had the last yeah, laugh. Like, I mean, he went one for six at the three point line. That's not good enough for him. Yeah. I mean, he shot nine for twenty two, which ain't good enough for him. Um, I'm looking at the box score, right? Zubats played night. Let's say twenty minutes. Ibaka played thirteen. That's I don't understand. Like, let's just say they move on. Let's just say they go against a good bit. Say they play against AD. Yeah. Are you only going to play those guys twenty? Who are you going to guard them with? Batum. Like, how's <laughs> Nicholas Batum playing thirty-two minutes? I understand Porzingis isn't a traditional back to the basket big, but like, I thought Ibaka was going to play a bigger role. I know he's coming off injury. They're working their way back, but I'm just kind of surprised by the lack of minutes from Ibaka. Yeah. And I, if I'm if I'm them, I'm not doubling Luca. No. I can't double him. He's going to pick us apart. And I thought Tim Hardaway, he just has the irrational confidence. You called it. Like, irrational confidence. Bro, did you see the three hidden Kawhi's grill? Yeah. I was like, this fucking guy probably <laughs> thinks he's the best guy out there. Hey, Even that's how you got to play, though. Yeah, 100%. Like, that's playoff basketball. So, my big question is, what's the big adjustments for the Clippers? I think- and this is a team criticized before with Doc Rivers. And the reason I bring this up, I know there's a new coach, but... Tyrone Lewis is pretty much a clone of Doc Rivers, in my opinion. What adjustments is he going to make? What would you do? It's tough, man. It's really tough because when when Tim – you kind of got to bank on Tim Hardaway not scoring 21. I think that's what it really comes down to. Dallas also shot 47% from yeah, three. Like, but I, I think those are good looks. Like, if they shot that again, I'd be like – I would agree with wide you, though. They're wide open. Do not double Luka because he's gonna find he's going to find the open guy. He's not one of those guys that you can double. It's like a double-edged sword with him. It's kind of like, man, you kind of got to just play really good defense on him and hope he doesn't make these like crazy step-back shots. Because if he double him, he's going to pick you apart. It's going to happen. I, I don't think you can switch smaller guys onto him. Like You got to show over on the screen. You got to hedge. I, honestly, I, I might consider going under a couple plays a game because he's not like a sniper. You know what I mean? He's not like Curry. No. You can't put Patrick Beverly. You can't have. You can't put an aggressive player. I know how crazy that sounds. Reggie but Jackson can't. I don't think Batum can at this point either. Like, I, at some point, when when do you put Kawhi on him? I, when does Kawhi put his big boy pants on and just? Do you think Kawhi still has that gear? I, I, would I think say, he can still be the a really good defender. But do you think the days of him being like basically? I don't think so. I I think he still has it. I just like he's kind of like Jalen Ramsey, right? Like we used to think of Jalen. It's like oh, done. I don't think about him like that anymore. I think he's really good, but like, I feel like we saw the last of it in Toronto. Like, that's hard to say, bro. That's really hard to say. I don't know if it's a coaching a coaching thing. I don't know if he's still trying to save up for the later rounds in the playoffs. If he is, that is extremely stupid. At some point, bro, you gotta guard Luka Doncic. You gotta put Kawhi on him, and uh, I think that's why you have another superstar in Paul George. If well, you worry about the that's, scoring, that's kind of I know, cool. but in their perspective, that's how highly they think of him. I feel like Paul George can do an okay job, but Luca's strong. Yeah. I don't think Paul George is that strong. Kawhi's the only guy I feel like who match foot speed and strength. But they're just going to screen him. They're going to just screen him, put him in pick and roll. Luca's going to get him on his back shoulder, and after that point, it's like done. Yeah, he the is- series is nowhere near over. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't hit the panic button just yet for the Clippers. Uh, is game two must win? Oh, yeah. It's a must win. It's at home. Do you know what game two is? And I bring this up for a very specific reason. Yeah, it's on Wednesday. No, Tuesday. Yeah. You know what else is on Tuesday? The Laker game. Good thing they put two oh, of the best matchups God. at the same fucking time. Seven oh, o'clock. Split screen, baby. One on the laptop, one on the TV. Let's go. <laughs> Xbox snap. <laughs> yeah, man. It's going to be tough. But uh, this is going to be a dog fight. And it's going to come down to how well does the supporting cast play with Lucas so far the Dallas is supporting yeah, cast has played good. And to be honest, the Clippers defense is pathetic. Like there's no one guarding the rim. That's why I brought up like Zubac and Ibaka, like who's guarding the rim. And I, I don't want to sound like a overreactor when I say this, cause I probably am. This doesn't look like a championship team. All the stuff that's happening in game one kind of like solidifies my opinion on, why I wouldn't pick them to win the championship and why I wouldn't pick them to beat the Lakers. Now, granted, who even knows if the Lakers are going to even make it to the Western Conference Finals? But, like, losing games like this is why I don't have confidence in it. it like, it's not about losing a game. It's about how you lost exactly. it. Exactly. How? Know? 
I could give two shits. You know, if Lakers go out and shoot 0 for 20 from three and they lose by two points, I'm like, well, I'm not really concerned because – but when they come out lackadaisical and when the Cl- yeah. Mavericks beat the Clippers and the Clippers do the same shit they did last year. I know they didn't blow a big lead, but it's just like when it when it's nut crunch time, they don't show up. Yeah. It's concerning. Yeah. Well, let's switch gears. Let's go on over to the East. Um, let's talk about this Hawks game, bro, and the Knicks. The Hawks wind up doing a best impression of ice in the veins with Trey Young. Ice Trey. Ice Trey, bro, he played amazing. <laughs> it was a great game. I loved it. Besides the Heat game, I I really enjoyed the Knicks game. Uh, the best two games were in the East. Yeah, so far, like yeah. the best. <laughs> but look, I I I loved it, bro. I loved everything about it. The Knicks crowd was great. Spike Lee was great. He was out in in effect and um, uh, rooting for his beloved Knicks. But Trey Young, bro, props to you, my guy. I love the way you played in this playoff game. You showed true demeanor. Um, aggressiveness. I felt like you got your teammates involved and made the correct plays at the right time. And you didn't back down from nobody. Like you showed really big guts, bro. And I'm, I'm impressed. I'm truly impressed by uh Trey young. I, I'm just struggling to find like the right way to say what I'm trying to say about Trey. Young. I've always been critical partly because one i thought last year when they got him to the like all-star game as like the starting point guard it was like bullshit it was like hey you're just putting up bad points and your team sucks obviously lloyd pierce was terrible like nate mcmillan's turned this team around i'm i'm just surprised how good trey young played um and look his point like he had 32 how many threes do you think he he made i mean not that i mean i don't really have a I really know. I know the answer, so I can't. Yeah. Really say. Okay. Look, but guys. Like, I, w- I would think if he has thirty-two, he makes like four threes. He only had one three, guys. But he only he- shot three, which is kind of like yeah, like that's great. Like to me, that's being true with yourself, in a way. Like that's putting pride to the side and saying, "Hey, I know I can shoot. I know I'm a great three-point shooter, but they're not giving it to me. Like they're giving me. I'm gonna take what they give me, and as a player." When you when you look at a player like that and they make the correct decision and they put pride aside and they take what the defense gives you, I give Matt props with that. There's some players who are hard headed and refuse to do that. Russell Westbrook. So <laughs> as we segue no, <laughs> no look, he it, shot six a game in the regular season. He only shot half of that. Look, he only shot thirty four percent from three. Obviously, I think he's better shooter than that percentage. Yeah. But I kind of got to live with him. Like, you can't let him distribute at an elite level and score at an elite level. Yeah. Uh, let's be real. This is a Knicks team with a lot of young guys. Yeah. RJ, OB. And let's be real. Randall struggled. I mean, this is Rand- let's just call this Randall's first game as a like a, a star yeah. in the playoffs, right? He he's was been, nervous. He's he was, been in the playoffs, but it's different when AD's on the team. He was kind of pressing in a little bit much to start the game. Exactly. You can tell. So I'm not too worried about Randall. I think he's going to come back, and he's dominated this team. I think the physicality maybe got to him a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the refs really let these guys play. Trey Young hadn't shot a free throw until the fourth quarter. They kind of started to tighten up the whistle at the fourth quarter, which is kind of odd considering this is when usually when you let the guys play. But, I mean, I'm, if I'm a Knicks player, I know it stings, but you can't let this like be a slippery slope, right? You can't get down in the dumps and just come out flat in game two. Yeah. You guys played great. The Knicks played really good, and yeah. they didn't shoot the ball extremely well. They didn't really, they didn't like do their usual Knicks shit. Yeah, and they still had a chance to win the game. So I'm not too worried. Like they held the Hawks really bad shooting from three point line, like twelve for thirty four. Yeah, it was a hard fought game, bro. And um, the best player wound up winning. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that uh, Randall didn't show up, and the bench squad wound up. Elevating the Knicks kept them in the game. Burks, Burks was phenomenal. D Rose, I thought had a really great game. He's he hit the the game tying shot at one point when they were scrambling and it got to D Rose. D Rose was like, "I know what the fuck to do. I'm going to take this shot." Uh, you need more than 15 points from Randall. Like yeah. you really, I mean, he took 23 shots to get 15 points. I mean, it. <laughs> he was pushing it a little. Like I said, he was over aggressive. Yeah, over aggressive. Yeah. Uh, RJ was. Good. I thought RJ was pretty good. I know he yeah. st- didn't shoot the ball well. But he had a lot of energy on both ends. Because it was great. Like like we said, the Knicks probably had the most amount of fans. So that kind of brings into the aspect of fans where it's like players like that with Randall, you kind of press on the 
on the gas pedal a little bit a little too over hard. amped exactly you're amped up and you know just you gotta kind of like take a chill pill you gotta you gotta calm down you gotta um play cool calm and collective i want to ask you a quick question before we move on who was guarding trey young the last play do you know rj no frank nilakina wow how many minutes do you think he played this game yeah probably like 12 32 seconds wow just for that last play so my question is (laughs) do you agree his minus was minus two it should be minus 100 because you came in for 30 (laughs) seconds and gave up the game winning basket i didn't even notice that so my question to you is do you think that's a smart move is to bring in a guy who's sitting on his ass for two hours to guard trey young Granted, I think he's a good defender, but I'll let you answer first. I don't think so. Not in that situation. Uh, I kind of feel more confident bringing in a guy for offense rather than defense. I think you just ride it out with Rose and or maybe put Barrett on. Like, you don't put someone on who hasn't played all game two hours. Like, come on. Like, how do you know where his headspace is at? I think that was a big mistake. I'm just going to say this, though. I think Trey Young would have scored on whoever was guarding him. I don't know about that. That's a real, that's a pretty bold thing to say. Like I under he probably has a good chance to score, but I think he's got a he's got Derrick Rose got a better chance of stopping him than a guy who hasn't played the whole game. Yeah, I get your point. Like you don't even know like the flow of him. You don't really know like oh what's he feeling like. Yeah, it's yeah, like come on, dude. Yeah. I mean, I give it to tips for trusting the guy, but just a bad decision. I, and it cost him. Yeah. But if Randall's a dog, he'll have a better game too. Nick fans, don't freak out. It's like, dog, what are you gonna free? Even if you guys get swept, like, what the fuck do you guys think you were gonna do in the playoffs? Like, yeah, like you guys were ready. You guys were punting on this season when you guys gave Julius Randle, like, like he started balling. Like, you guys were all hyped. <laughs> so, like, don't, don't you're playing with house money. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I was fumbling my words. Well, we got that game over with. Until we start getting into a little bit more of these good games, let's let's get um some of the games that weren't that good in a sense. Let's go to the Nets and Celtics. Let's just um touch on that real quick. KD dominated Kyrie, James Harden. Uh, you, they combined un, yeah, big, 79. Big three. <laughs> uh, they combined for 86, 82 points. They scored on assisted. I believe it was 96 or 98 oh. out of the 104 points. Uh, I was I was desperately trying to look up like most points combined for a big three. This is random. I found KD, Russ, and Harden scored 94 points in a triple overtime playoff game. That's only 12 more points. Wow. Holy in, but that's 15 more minutes. Bosh and D Way never hit that with, with LeBron. I I looked. I didn't see anything this much. But wow. maybe I was. I I didn't. I looked a lot, but I could have missed that. That's what we need a stat guy, bro. We're probably hiring. All right, you can be that guy. Look, <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. It, it's it's. I don't really know what to say with the Celtics. Right. It's just you're outgunned. Yeah. You have a you have like a what's a shitty gun in COD? You have the starting pistol from Zombies. They have the ray gun. <laughs> yeah right that a good that's analogy a good that's okay a good but there's three of they them. got a water pistol right now <laughs> yeah yeah so jason tatum has like the starting pistol and durant and Kyrie, and harden each have a ray gun yeah so <laughs> there's really not much you can do like harden played bad didn't even play he didn't play bad he just played whatever yeah it's just so and tough. they kicked their ass i was i was telling max this before the pod i was just like when kd plays like that that's when the nets really start to scare me it honestly doesn't scare me when James Harden and Kyrie go off. It's like, oh, you can contain those guys. And then all of a sudden, like one of the like top ten greatest players of all time just wind up making shot after shot after shot. And that's who the fuck scares me. I mean, like they had I'm sorry to interrupt you, but they had Kevin Durant shot ten for twenty five, one for eight from three. That's not normal Kevin Durant. He could have had forty easily. Yeah. Same thing with Harden. He shot bad too. So like this is gonna be a sweep. Yeah, sweeper. I mean, Tatum tried his hardest. To be honest, I thought he played good. I don't care. He shot six for twenty. Yeah, he's he taking to. he's taking big boy shots. Kemba Walker played twenty six minutes, which I don't understand. Um, he he was in foul trouble. I still don't understand. Like, just yeah. go with it. Like, come yeah, on. he was in foul trouble very early, so he wasn't playing that much. He was actually playing pretty well though. Like in the first half, a lot of the Celtic, like they had they had a they had the lead for a minute for the. But for they the like, entire first I feel half. like the Nets just flipped the switch and it yeah. was like they made a couple of threes and they were back. Like KD is the guy, and then were the you Avalanche hi- started with Kyrie and. Were James. you hyped to see Jabari Parker hoop? Yeah, he played. He played pretty well. Look, I'm just gonna say this for the Celtics. <laughs> I only asked that because like I just remember the dr- the Wiggins and Parker yeah. stuff with us. Um, I'm just gonna say this 
and this should be the last statement for for this this game. Robert Williams, you gotta I, play more. I was I was gonna say like for what nine blocks like fuck you, it. You gotta play, play him. him. You gotta play him. He brings energy. Uh, but, I, I love what he brings. Like Tristan Thompson's not doing much. He had a couple of nice tip slams, but play Robert Williams Celtics. That's you at this point. Play Taco Fall. Like fuck it, dude. You got to do some weird shit yeah, if you're you, gonna win you, this series. You got to do something. Uh, it's gonna be a tough, tough out for the Celtics, though. Man, I just noticed Grant Williams only played 30 seconds. Like <laughs> he was like integral part of their rotation last yeah. year. I mean, this series. I'm sorry, guys. It's a wrap. Yeah. I I really wish I could find some. Maybe talk about Blake Griffin having one point, <laughs> 20 minutes. Yeah, it's just not kidding. We'll, we'll we'll look forward for game for round two for the for the Nets. Let, let's knock out one more shitty series okay let's go to wizards and 76ers can we do that before <laughs> yeah. we get into like the fun stuff again? exactly go uh wizards lost 118 to 125 uh joel and beat until bias harris dominated this series uh this game excuse me ben simmons dominated in his own special ben simmons way without scoring <laughs> 6 15 and 15 for ben tobias at 37 and beat at 30 like dude, dude was scoring on a triple team yeah this is the Embiid i've been wanting to see like my whole life like i understand <laughs> he's been good he hasn't been dominant since, until this year. On the flip side, Beal was excellent. Uh, Russell Westbrook was terrible. Yeah, and just to hit on they Embiid, put up a fight though. Yeah, just to hit on Embiid, bro. Twelve for thirteen from the free throw line. You love to see that as a big man. You're inserting dominance, and you're making him pay when making your free throws. Like that's what it's all about. Uh, as as much as I like Daniel Gafford, who I thought played excellent. And I like Robin Lopez hooking people to death, Captain Hook, whatever you want to call him. It's Embiid, man. These these guys aren't in this class. There, there's no big in the East unless you categorize Giannis as a big. That's in Embiid's class. And my boy Tabuli, not nah, AKA Tybal. Uh, Tybal. He did his thing. And I, I know I said there's no big. I include Zabonis. Zabonis right now is not nearly as good as Embiid. I'm, I'm admitting that. Yeah. Uh. It's Embiid, man. I don't know what else to say. Like, what do you dominant? Like, how can the Wizards win a game? They can't stop Embiid with with Embiid playing like that, bro. That's, like they're doubling him. He's like, fuck it, I'll just shoot. Yeah. It. I don't care. That's that's the dominance we're looking for. But it's looking like a sweep. Maybe even a gentleman sweep. Maybe um, Russell Westbrook goes off and Bradley Bill, and they win win a game. The only question I think I could have is: Is this Tobias Harris for real? Could no. you see him having this game against the no, Bucks? No, I don't trust it yet. So what would you put this meter at? Like 80% fool's gold, 70% fool's gold. Where did you put that meter at? 85. 85% fool. I would yes. go with like 68. Yeah. No pun. I wasn't trying to make a 69 joke. And Ben Simmons, we got to see a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> he still looks awkward where he stands. He was 0 for 6 at the free throw line, but you know Do what? Do you think it teams will institute the hack of Ben? Yeah, most definitely. I would do it. I would I, if I'm the Wizards. It. I would do it a lot. I put in um, Wizards are the same boat. Wizards are the same boat as the as the Boston Celtics. You got to pull out all the stops, bro. Try new things. Uh, throw something at them. Do some do some weird tacky shit. Like get into a zone, maybe get into. Like I'll try the hack of Ben Simmons. Yeah. Why not? What do you have to lose? Exactly. Well, let's go back onto the West. Because this game, I mean, it was surprising. Uh, the lower seed did win, but Blazers winded up getting a win against the Denver Nuggets, 123 to 109. Um, Damian Lillard, 10 for 25. He had uh, 34 points. You can take the brains on this one, bro. Talk about your boy who you wanted to make fun of. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? The the Denver's point guard. Oh, yeah, Capanzo. Yeah, my, my, my man's got torched. <laughs> I, like, it's so funny like he plays with so much heart and he tries to play like a freaking asshole <laughs> like he, like people <laughs> just hate him because i bet he talks just so much shit but damian lillard dropped dropped you off my guy like it was bad um Jokic uh kind of struggled uh, i'm i don't know if struggle is the right word but i mean he had 34 yeah. shot 52 percent from the field he had one assist yeah. They took away the other guys. Yeah. It Look, was smart. Kind of kind of what um the Clippers should do with Luca. Yeah, take away like if dude, let him score 40 in a like on a loss. That's yeah. fine. And like Michael Porter, he struggled from behind the three-point line. He was pretty good though. And but yeah, but you're going to have games like that from Porter. That's who Porter is. 
Like next game, he's going to wind up here. Yeah, if he hits like, yeah. Honestly, if he hits four threes, this is a much closer game. They probably win the game. But, I mean, we're not going to live in that world. Aaron Gordon, I kind of need a little more from. Yeah. I feel like there's just times he vanishes, right? I don't understand why he was only playing 28 minutes a game. Yeah. And Melo showing up, bro, four for eight for three point. Like, that's what you want. It was Even if he makes three. I put revenge game (laughs) Melo. Add that to the Melo collection. Revenge game. Yeah. It was awesome. I can't believe they're still booing him in Denver. I was like, That's really? Crazy. Like, this is the NBA where everyone's everybody's best friend. Yeah. Like, LeBron helped out. Chris was, like, concerned for Chris Paul. And then Chris Paul tried to break his arm, like, a, like a few minutes later. Yeah. Dude, Melo at 18. That was big. That's big. Uh, so for it, the that's one for the mellow for the metal lovers out there who are gonna say everyone who said he was washed yeah. was wrong, even that's though just... he he was washed when we said it. <laughs> like, okay, the big question is: I'm sorry to just really quickly transition, yeah. but do the Nuggets rebound? Is this the without Murray? Is this a winnable series still? I think that's the big question. Yeah, they can definitely win this series. This series is nowhere near over. Um, this game one doesn't mean much to me. Damian Lillard is going to go off, but I'm confident that the Nuggets are going to figure it out. Um, a lot of people forget, like, this is how they looked against the Jazz at one point. The reason I asked that was because when you think about everybody not named Jokic, Gordon, Porter, I'll tell you the points. River, six points. Compazzo, eight. Morris, <laughs> ten. Jamichael Green, zero. Marcus Howard, seven. Paul Millsap, three. Who's going to be that guy to step up? Like to be, I don't think Aaron Gordon should have averaged 16 points a game in the playoff series. He's more of like a fourth wheel than a third. So who's going to step up? Is Rivers going to step up? Yeah, Morris. Like this is where I'm a little scared of. That's. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm just. This is what I'm scared of. It's like Denver's lost so much of that depth they've had in recent years. Like, man, this is pissing me. I can't believe Jeremy Grant left. They I was just gonna I was reading your mind there, bro. I knew you were gonna Jeremy Grant's Jeremy like, Grant. damn, I would have had my bigger I would have my bigger role, man, if I just stayed. Yeah. Now you're getting winning eight games a year in Detroit. I, I still have confidence in Jokic though. This series is not over. I do not trust the Blazers <laughs> at all. He might pull a dirk, be a MVP, but get bounced in the first round. <laughs> yeah, that'll be crazy. I man. think the Blazers probably have the best chance to win like of the low seeds other than the Hawks to win this series. Yeah. We shall see. That one's a wait and see, though. Most definitely. Let's move on to what game you want to go to, Max. I'll let you pick. What games do we have left? We got the Grizzlies and the Jazz, and we got the Heat and the Bucks. Let's go to the one we just finished watching. Is this Grit Grind 2.0, 8 seed coming back? (laughs) I loved it, man. Hey, look, shout out to another player who had a playoff debut. John Morant, bro, he is coming out to play. Like, 26 points. Um, the, to be honest, the, the numbers are not even that good. 11 for 21. But the way that he controlled the game was huge, in my opinion. Did the Jazz not watch everyone go under every screen and sag off him like 20 feet? <laughs> I'm just saying I, I, he kept getting to the lane. Um, and I understand the Jazz's defense is to let guys get to the lane. because The Warriors did that, though. Uh, not not the same thing as the Jazz, but the Warriors let him shoot, and he made him pay. I know, but I'm saying, wouldn't you rather let him shoot? Wouldn't you rather lose like that than letting him get to the teeth of the defense? Because his floater's amazing. Yeah. Or teardrop, whatever you want to call it. Like, like him and Brooks were great. Valanciunas didn't even have that big of a game. Like, Brooks had 31. Valanciunas had, like, 15 or something. Mm-hmm. And on the Jazz side, Conley struggled. 6 for 18, 22 points. Gobert was 11 and 15. Bogdanovich, he came on in the second half. I think he had all 29 in the second half, right? Or he, yeah. had, he had a grip of the points in the second half. It was too little, too late for the Jazz. Sorry, I just dropped my little remote. Um, the Grizzlies, man, they're a feisty bunch. They have 10 good players. Like, I'm serious. Like, name a guy on their team, he does not suck. Yeah, he's. they're all solid, bro. Down to Grayson Allen. Man. Like, Grayson Allen plays some solid And they got minutes. Brandon Clark not playing at all, and he's one of the most versatile guys. They have Justice Winslow not playing. Yeah, like they play Tyus Jones good, Melton, Bane. I like Bane a lot. Yeah, Jaron Jack and dude, Jaron Jackson's their second best player when he's healthy, but he's not even like right yet. <laughs> yeah, their their future is so bright, bro. And um, let's just get the elephant out the room in case people who didn't watch Donovan Mitchell did not play in this game. So, how much do you take into consideration for that? Because I take a lot. Like Mitchell's yeah. difference maker. <laughs> 
he's a difference maker. But when you move to a game two, this this game definitely gave the Grizzlies the belief. That's a dangerous thing to give a bad team. Not a bad team, excuse me. A team that's not as good as you, right? That, and they're hot. Like Yeah, they're, like, they're getting hot at the right time. We've yeah. seen this type of shit before. Like, the Grizzlies, the organization from the top just is good. Like, it's, it's a pretty much an understatement. But they have a blue-collar mentality. We work hard. Yeah. We fight. We do not give up. And they were great today. I, I really am in a loss for worse. I was I was so happy. I'm a, I like the Grizzlies. I've always been a... How, how did you guy. feel about Valanciunas and Gobert going that little big boy matchup? Uh, this is the this is what I'm going to talk about, and I've been a big Gobert fan. Mm-hmm. Being a rim protector and being a good post up defender is two, two entirely things. completely things. When you think about Rudy Gobert, when did he start to make his mark on? Like 2014, yeah, 2015, yeah. The post up was out the game basically. Mm-hmm. As opposed to when you think of a guy like Jonas, when was he drafted? Like 2000, maybe 10? Yeah. Maybe even a little earlier? Yeah. I'll look it up real quick. But I get what you're going to. Like, it's two different things, guys. You drafted in 2011. It was still a big man league. Like, it wasn't, it was kind of transitioning out, but like, think about the Lakers with Bynum and Dwight post up, Kobe posting up. He's a post up center, Jonas Valanciunas. He added the three point. AKA Big Science is his nickname, apparently. <laughs> Fucking basketball reference, bro. Uh, it's different. Like, like Gobert's probably the best rim protector we have. Yeah. And people would expect he's a big guy. He can, you know, guard a guy in the post, but that is not the case. I would say it Mar- could be a case, but look. It's like Andre Drummond's probably a better rim protector than Marcus Saul. Marcus Saul was so much better guarding Jokic in the post than him. Yeah. It's a different skill set. It's kind of like Draymond Green, too. And exactly. And when you don't have that skill set because you've never done it because no one does it, it shows. And that exactly is what happened. Yeah. He can't guard Valanciunas in the post because he's Jones Valanciunas is a skilled player. Yeah. He really can score. And I I think it's kind of, it's not like he's playing Clint Capella, Gobert. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. He's playing a guy with some skill. And there's a misconception where people are like, Gobert lockdown. It's a bad matchup. Let's just say it's a bad matchup for, for Gobert. Like, typically a bad matchup for him and the Jazz will be a team like the Rockets. You know, get him out in the perimeter, get him on an island. But this, it's in a different aspect. Like, it kind of just, like, gets rid of that thing of what Gobert does good. It kind of cancels it. And I I mean, he's going to get his blocks. He's going to be better. But Jonas, if they they can get Jonas going, it's going to be tough for Gobert. No. There's no doubt. But look, um, the Jazz shot horrible. Um, I doubt the Jazz are going to shoot that bad again. I, I believe they took like 49 three-pointers tonight. It was bad. Uh, 40, uh, 12 for 47, 25%. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, that's Con- not going to get it done. Conley couldn't make shit. And Jordan Clarkson went 0 for 8. Yeah. So Jeez. Just a lot of stuff that's probably not going to happen again. And plus the, the big factor of Mitchell not being there. Mitchell's a baller, bro. Like he's, he's their best player. Yeah, he's the best player on the team. So it's kind of tough to see this, you know, continuing from the Grizzlies. But you got to give Grizzlies some credit, man. John Morant, they're hot. Um, another guy I just want to touch on before we move on to the next game, Dylan Brooks. I love his game, bro. I know he's annoying. Why is he annoying? Because he's kind of he kind of has like the Jamal Murray aspect to him, where like he talks a lot of shit and he's always hype. But who you got in the fight, Jamal or Dylan Brooks? Dylan. Why? I feel like he's a little bit more bulkier. I feel like he's like Got a little bit more. Dog. I feel like yeah, I, that's more exactly. bark. More, I mean, more um, bite than bark. Yeah. I feel like Murray. Did you see a the picture of him dressed like a like a guy from NWA? No, he was wearing like the shades, <laughs> like Ice Cube and shit. Yeah, but like I, I love Dylan Brooks. Like I, I feel like he can be one of those guys in the future that can be an all NBA defensive guy. Like he has that kind of potential. Like being a great defender in the NBA, it's kind of it's it's kind of like uh, being a cornerback in the NFL. You got to have confidence, and you got to be willing to get beat. And you, in that aspect, you can't have fear of nobody. Like you can't care if a guy hits you with a freaking thirty-eight foot jumper for three pointer. Like you got to be able to do that. What are you showing? That's me? the picture of him. Oh my god! <laughs> With the the jean jacket and like the <laughs> like the uh, Oakley shades, I guess. I'm done. But yeah, I, I love Dylan Brooks, bro. Uh, 
His shot's ugly. I mean, it's not ugly, his release, because he's always like this. Oh, oops. Sorry. Like <laughs> Go this. Ahead. It's always yeah, like that. He doesn't, never, like, follow through. It's always like that. It's always a push shot. It's never. Yeah. He's a baller, though, bro. I, oh, love, hell yeah. I, I love the way he plays. He's like, a dog. Yeah, he's a dog. That's that's a guy you want to be want to have on your team. I love Dylan Brooks. I, I love the future in general with the Grizzlies. They got some dogs. Uh, let's move on. Last, last yeah, game. La- last baby. and final game. And me and Max were so hyped for this series. And I believe this was the first playoff game of the weekend. Right? Way to, it was a good way to yeah, kick it. Yeah, it was a great way to kick it off, man. Probably some some of you guys didn't watch it because it was kind of early. But um, it was great. Heat and Bucks. It wanted up going into OT. Uh, Jimmy Butler came out to play. Middleton, Giannis. Uh, but uh, Jimmy Butler, like, he came out to play, but. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But look, the Bucks wind up getting the win. Uh one oh nine to one oh seven. I think if they lost this game, it would have been really bad for them. Yeah. Like I don't think it does much of the heat to lose, but I feel like the Bucks, like it really showed mental toughness to win this game. Because Jimmy Butler at the end of the game, and he shot poor, very bad. Mm. Other than that, he was great. Yeah. I mean he's seventeen points on twenty two shots, they ain't gonna get it done. How many threes did he shoot one? Top of your head. Um, he's not typically a shooter, so maybe like four or three. He shot nine. That's crazy. Uh, he only the most he had in a game before this this season was eight. He only had three games shooting more than five. Wow. I actually like it because I don't <laughs> know why he ever stopped because I don't think he's that bad. Like I know he's bad percentage, but like yeah. he doesn't take that many. Yeah. Uh, Bam wasn't that good. One of our keys was what Duncan Robinson and Hero. They did it. Duncan did it. Hero was bad. Yeah. But you know what, though? This is the recipe to win the game. Like, it was tough. Like, Chris Middleton made a, a great shot. But this is what the what the Heat have to do to win. They honestly did enough to win this game. It just came down to a shot. They shot 20 of 50 from three. 40%. That's freaking great. great. And the Bucks made five threes. Five for 30. And 31. They, and 16%. I felt like they did a great job on Giannis. He, I don't think he made a shot outside the restricted area. He kept trying to do this one-foot leaner thing from the corner, and I was like, stop doing that shot. It's not working right now. <laughs> um, but I thought Giannis played really good. Drew Holiday, he made Jimmy's life a lot harder. Like, Bled- this would have been a loss with Bledsoe and whoever else they trade. Who they trade? Bledsoe and... Um, yeah, but Drew Holiday has to, you know... Shoot better? Yeah. I mean, he shot 9 for 18. He didn't make a three, but he played great. I really thought he played On the great. defensive end, he did. Yeah. Brooke Lopez was good. Like, this Bucks seems different. Like I, you got, I, I They made it, adjustments, though. That's it was what a, I liked. It was a slugfest, bro. Like, let's just, let's just be real. Like It, it was, wasn't pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it was a grinded-out game. If, look, if you had to have a definition in the dictionary about a playoff game, it would be this one. It was physical. Yes. Was, I mean, the Bucks shot. There was one flagrant foul when Duncan Robinson like hit um Chris Milton in the throat and I was like really that's the flagrant foul we're gonna call today <laughs> like the heat shot 36 percent the bug shot 44 percent like, it wasn't like oh this big offensive showcase I mean dude they had 109 points in OT yeah. usually in the regular season that's what 140 points in OT mm. I-, I love the move that Jimmy did to get him in the OT though that was a great I shot. was so mad at Giannis. I'm like, what are you fucking thinking? <laughs> and Brooke Lopez, I guess he was scared of the dump off, but it's like you got to know the clock right there. There's no time for a dump off. Yeah. Like he's going up with it. What did you think of Dragic's just performance? Oh, man. Uh, what? He went 10 for 17, 5 for 30. Like he played great, bro. 25 points. He, I just feel like it was a quiet 25. It was. It was a quiet. But. Like I said, bro, the Heat did enough to win this game. It came down to one shot. Like, Chris Middleton made a great shot. If you're a Heat fan, are you panicked at all? Not at all. I feel like you got it right where you want them to. Like, game two is going to be another slugfest. All you need is one game. All you need is one game. That's it. Just split, and you're in it. You don't want to go 0 for 2 as Max cracks all his freaking knuckles in his body. <laughs> Not done. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. That You think that picked up on the mic? Most definitely it picked up I'll on the mic. Are you going to edit this out? No. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> sorry for the knuckle cracks, audio listeners. <laughs> but, um, uh, no, it, I mean, 
it was a great game, bro, and it's gonna be a great series. I think as we predicted, this is gonna be the most interesting and entertaining. I think the two we predicted are definitely it. <laughs> like yeah. the Knicks and this one. Yeah. Anything else on this game, Max? There's a couple more things I want to touch on, but they're not game related. Okay. So we can move on if you're good. Well, that's the full recap. So what you got? I got players first playoff game. Who were you most impressed with? Trey Young, Devin Booker, John Morant. And I put kind of Randall because this is his <laughs> first game as a star. Or you can put Bogdanovich from the Hawks, RJ Barrett. Am Man, I missing anybody? Guys. Um quickly. Quickly. Did you put Barrett? Yeah, I said Barrett. Um Aaron Gordon. No, he's been in the playoffs. Uh, I'm looking through all the names. Even though that's tough to to think. <laughs> but yeah, he was in the playoffs. He had that one magical win with the uh the Orlando magic. Dylan <laughs> Dylan uh, Brooks is first yeah, game. There's a lot of guys on the Grizzly that was first first time, but one guy that um I loved it, probably a tie between Trey Young and Devin Booker. Like even though Jaw played amazing. Um, it's just kind of hard because Donovan Mitchell wasn't there to like kind of match him. But yeah, Devin Booker played amazing. And Booker Trae was Young. better than Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young had the best play of the night, probably of the weekend. Yes, because he, he had a game winner. Yeah, I I love what those two uh, just in general the young guys came out to play. Uh, besides Randall, but like we said, Randall of uh, excuse me, Randall kind of. It's kind of his first. It's his first game as a star. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> he kind of cheated. Yeah. But who, who he did he cheat to get there? I, I would go Booker. Hundred uh, percent. He destroyed the Lakers, and Lakers got to make adjustments. And the fact that Chris Paul went out, and yeah, he yeah, didn't exactly. miss a beat. Yeah, like that was a great sign. So they really could have folded. I mean, eight and two. Eight had a great game. Yeah, I'd say him. Um, any other ones? I think that's it for all the first play. It's it's a pretty good first weekend for like guys in their first playoff game. Yeah, it seemed like there was a lot of guys too, right? Yeah, it was a great weekend. I know John Moran. He had the playing game. They had the bubble, but like this is a playoff game. It's a little different to me. Like maybe I'm old school. <laughs> and the other thing I had was as I look forward in my notes. I'm sorry. I'm tired. It's been a lot of. It's been a stressful day as a Laker fan. <laughs> Most disappointing performance. Excluding AD, because I know you were going to say AD. <laughs> He's um, up there. Let's just put like a. Let's just put some disappointing performances. I throw in Randall. Randall, Mike Conley. Uh, that's really it. I didn't think anyone else had a bad performance. Like Tatum, maybe, but I think Tatum, you know, did all he fucking can, and. You know, Paul George still had a decent game. Kawhi had a good game. Uh, what about team then? What what team had the most disappointing performance? Team, I gotta go with the with the Lakers. The Lakers had the worst performance. I felt like their player, their star players, just didn't play well, and it just didn't look good. I would go with the Clippers. If it, I mean, I just want to exclude the Lakers because I don't want to be like a, yeah. I don't want to hate on Lakers all podcast. <laughs> I try, I'm taking like a 20 minute break. Yeah, and then most surprising performance. Oh, uh, the Hawks! I love what the Hawks did. What about player? Trey Young. Really? Yes. You're Trey gonna, Young. You're gonna cop out and take Trey Young? Yeah. Trae I was Young. gonna say Melo. I was really surprised by how good he played. Yeah, that was great. It's a good one. Great revenge game. And John Morant to uh, the Grizzlies too. But you're kind of on the Grizzlies, so you weren't that surprised. No, I was not. Yeah. I like to call that. I'm, I'm going to take pro- credit for that one. <laughs> yeah, you've been on I've the been Grizzlies. wrong. But I've been wrong. Yeah. I hate to admit it, but I've been wrong. Because the last time they saw us, we didn't know who won the Warriors and Grizzlies game. And Max picked the Grizzlies. So Who'd you pick? I picked the Warriors. Hater. Yeah. Should we talk about Draymond's fucking float game? <laughs> <laughs> I think on, the, his, on that note, we should end the podcast. We should end it, bro. But look, if you guys don't know... We are starting to do live shows every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Set your alarm clocks, people. We will be live, I repeat, live every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Okay, go ahead. What time? 7 p.m. What's p.m. stand for? I don't know. Post Meridian. Ooh. Got the big boy scientist right here. That's big word, Meridian. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, 7 p.m. Pacific time. We are on the West Coast, okay? Sorry, Sorry East Coast. Coast. But look, it's 10 p.m. <laughs> Stay your ass up, boy. All right? Um, 
that's about it, man. Go ahead and follow us on social media. That is at Max underscore Juan Cast. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, go ahead and click that subscribe button, like the video, put on post notifications, all that good stuff, all that good jazz. Any final words, Max? Thanks for the support, guys. It was fun doing the lot. It was fun and miserable at the same time because we were both uncomfortable on my couch. <laughs> so we're going to have a better setup next time, hopefully. Yeah. It was so fun, though. Uh, Especially our reaction to LeBron. That's green. <laughs> That's you were green. like, oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe you need to poke LeBron in the AD in the freaking eye. Yeah. But, exactly. uh, yeah, man. Preach. The YouTube's growing. Yeah. The pod number's growing. Almost Instagram, at 200. Get almost us. at 1,000 subs. Uh, Instagram followers. followers. That's, yes. And we're almost at 200 subscribers on YouTube. So go ahead. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe. And if you are subscribed, unsubscribe and resubscribe. You haven't said that in a while. You've been forgetting. <laughs> that all comes back. I'll tell the story of two. We used to play Monopoly on Xbox all the time. <laughs> and I'll be, I'll be blunt. And I'm not trying to like cap. Me and him are the best two people at Monopoly in our friend group. My family knows that, too. Uh, he's the only competition <laughs> I got. Uh, but I would, like, talk shit to him. I'd be like, do one more, bitch. Do one more. <laughs> tear that shit down. And we were, like, feeling cocky. we literally tear the house They're down. They're probably like, what more. the fuck is this dude talking yeah, about? Whatever. It's, yeah, if you don't know Monopoly, bro. It's that Monop talk, all right? Monop talk. <laughs> we should end the podcast with Monopoly, like, tips. I know, right? Freaking be Monopoly geniuses. But, um... That's but about it, guys. And seriously, smash that like button the same way I like smash my fingers when I crack them. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot we were on the podcast for like two minutes. All right, man. Well, shout out to your audio listeners, too. Don't think I forgot about you guys. Go ahead and follow on Spotify. Follow on Apple Podcasts. My name is Juan. Thank you for watching the Max and Juan cast. We out. Peace. Peace.